this is the Fantasy Football Hangover. On today's rambly episode, we break records with Antonio, assess breasts with Mourinho, and look ahead to game weeks 36 and 37. Come on, you podcast! Welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangover. We've hit 3-0, the big 3-0 for Season 2, Episode 30. I'm joined by Rich. Hey, Rich. Hey, Will. How's it going? Yeah, all right, thanks. I'm a couple of beers deep. Well, more than that, actually. And Rob. Hello, Rob. Hello. You all right? Yeah. On your holiday, Will? Yeah, got a a couple of days off work. So, went to Whitstable, had some lovely beer. And now I'm on the red wine, which is, I don't think I've ever had red wine whilst recording this podcast. So that's very nice. And on a Monday night as well, going in hard yeah. on a Monday night. Maybe inspired by um, Joe and his wine and wine all. Yeah, exactly. Good old Joe. So it's uh, Monday the 13th of July, day before Bastille Day. We're currently uh, midway through Man United versus Southampton. It's 2-1 in that at the moment. Have you got any interest in that game, chaps? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think pretty much everyone's got three United, haven't they? I've got, um, yeah, Bruno um, and Greenwood. How about you guys? Yeah, same with Wambazaka, for good measure, my old favourite from Palace. And yeah, we'll get onto it later, but yeah, interesting talk about Man United since the return, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I, yeah, I've got Bruno and Rashford, so I've got... A goal and an assist so far. So it's oh, very good. nice. So I transferred Rashford out for Greenwood. So, but there's still there's still time for that to be a good decision. Yeah, I had a funny one with my strikers because I was I basically had Rashford and Vardy, and I was like livid with them because they they blanked for a couple of weeks, and it was just, Vardy blanked for like ever, and it yeah. was just a disaster. But I didn't have any room to get rid of them or change or do anything. So I kept them and now it's worked out really well. So yeah, now you're laughing. Class tells. Sometimes you have to be patient like United have been with Solskjaer. The cream always rises to the top. It does. Yeah, really it does. So should we kick off with uh, our tips, six and 60? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, Rob, kick us off. Okay, Manchester City, Davy Boy Seals, 7.3 million, 4.7% owned, Bournemouth, Watford and Norwich let next, and I reckon he's going to play for nostalgia. Um, and then Chicken Caesar Salad, Aspilicueta at Chelsea, 8.9% owned, Norwich, Liverpool and Wolves, he's getting assists and there'll probably be a couple of clean sheets in there. Go, Rich. All right, well, I've gone for Christian Pulisic. Uh, he's still only 12% owned. Um, as a lot of managers are going for William, he's three goals, three assists, looks razor sharp, and he has got Norwich next, by Liverpool Wolves. And then I've gone with an old favourite of mine, Danny Ings, who's got four goals in five games. Four tonight, he may even get a fifth. Um, 37 points since the restart is pretty impressive, and he's got Brighton form. 
Right. William, 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 William. Uh, he, yeah, I haven't got enough time to talk about him. And then Johnny, uh, 29 points since lockdown began, uh, or ended rather, 5.5 million, 2.1% ownership. Burnley and Palace to come get him in. Mm. Up, but I was going to say William. I was toying between William and Pulisic, but... Um, yeah. I think William's a good shout because of set pieces. I mean, yeah. Mad going to score a few against Norwich, so he oh yeah, he's on penalties as well, isn't he? William, he's corners, scoring a few. He's on fire. Yeah, I'm, I also think I, I'm expecting a bit of a bounce from Chelsea after the disappointment of the weekend against Sheffield United, and then also the news of Man City's. Um, case of the Champions League thing they are yeah. in the Champions League in case you've missed that next season it doesn't matter they have cheated but it doesn't matter they they money it's fine yeah <laughs> there was a, a good tweet from KFC which said uh, today oh, really which said um uh 10 million euros is the equivalent of 666,000 uh like bargain boxes or something yeah, or, and then it said all the equivalent of two Domino's pizzas. Very good, really Domino's. So yeah, it's it's that's obviously changing a few things because fifth place is not good enough anymore for the Champions League. So Chelsea yeah. need to perform, and it means a few teams are going to be fighting it out. I I love that about this season though, because whilst Liverpool have they won the league, you know months and months ago really but I like the fact that the relegation battle and the European spaces still isn't settled it means we're you know an exciting last couple of games yeah absolutely and and yeah it has been it has made it really interesting and those teams have been quite disappointed pre-lockdown weren't they like they were all a bit erratic and inconsistent and now they've suddenly come out flying and it's made it in some great football. But yeah, I think, I, I don't know about you, but I haven't got anything to play for in any of my leagues other than uh, a cup that I'm in. So I'm all about going for the differentials at the moment. That's why I went for David Silver, David Silver even, because I think, you know, it's a bit of a gamble, but everyone's going to be looking at Sterling and De Bruyne and I just think he could do all right. It's a good shout with City with Silver, you know, for that nostalgia reason. That last game, and that's against Norwich, last game of the season. Yeah, yeah we're looking particularly at game weeks 36 and 37 on this podcast. We'll do another podcast for 38. But, um, but yeah, I think at home next. I, I there was a quote from Pep after the uh, after the five nil um, at the weekend, saying that he's going to like shake it up again, and maybe five or six different players will be playing. So, like. It's so tr- tricky with Pep, but I do think, yeah, Silver getting his, uh, you know, farewell. It's just a shame he's not going to be getting it in front of the crowd. But well, he didn't. He didn't play the last game. Yeah, uh, yeah. and it, yeah, and they got Bournemouth at home for for this week or for tonight. I think it is tomorrow. Um, yeah, so I reckon he's a good shout. And and Chelsea, I don't know. It's a bit of a pump, but Norwich next. You hope they get a clean sheet and they score a few goals, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, and and lots of, I mean, lots of players have got double digit hauls against Norwich in the last few game weeks. So I'm actually thinking about playing my free hit for 36 and trying to bring in Pulisic and Willian. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. I've got I've got Pulisic and Willian already. Oh well, one step ahead. Um, I brought them. Well, I brought him Willian this week, and I mean, it didn't work, but. Uh, for the weekend, but um, I'm 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 playing the long game. 
but I'm doing a rob and saving my free hit for the last day. Special treat. Oh, the treat. No, no I'm bench boost. Yeah, I know you're bench boost, but I'm still, I never save hits. This is the first <laughs> time in my entire 11 year career of fantasy football I've ever saved a chip. Yeah. I'm, start, I'm starting to think it's, a, it's kind of a false thing to bank them because you're either in it or you're not at the last sort of, I don't know, eight game weeks. And I'm not, and I'm kind of kicking myself off. I've, I've been basing my entire campaign on your <laughs> suggestions. Right? Time for change. Time for change. But I, having said that, have you noticed loads of the players who everyone was backing at the beginning of the season have suddenly come good? Like Den Donker at Wolves, everyone had him in their team because he was cheap and he yeah. was playing pre-season. Mason Greenwood as well was the same and then didn't get played once the season started. And Sterling, you know, he was on fire and then didn't do well at the beginning of the season. It's weird, like loads of those players I feel like I had for the first couple of game weeks and now sticking two fingers up at me. Yeah, those those teams that, you know, gave up after a couple of weeks who've now still got Greenwood are probably absolutely loving life, aren't they? He's just, um, yeah, finally came good and then some. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, absolutely. And Antonio. Uh, oh, Antonio. You know, he's got Antonio in his team. Brian Mernin. Oh, oh, like uh, him. No, uh, Chris Skull. Has he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And, uh, also, um, I'm sure Ben Murray scored to me. Has he scored since lockdown? I'm sure. Maybe he didn't. I'm not sure. Uh, no, I think <laughs> he had a couple of substitute appearances. Yeah, maybe he came on and that's what... Yeah, maybe that was it. But yeah. I mean, Mikel Antonio is... Uh, him scoring four <laughs> is just ridiculous. Did it, the top scoring team this week, triple captain Antonio... Wow. wow! But and this is where I think it's very weird. This is their first ever game week, so they only joined the game this week. Wow! Nice. So they joined the game this week that. to triple captain Antonio, and he scores four goals. What I mean, something's up there. Yeah, that's fishy, that's, isn't it? I, uh, I'm not buying it. I don't <laughs> know why you would do that. Why you would join the game in week 35? Like, yeah, that's bizarre. And maybe they heard our podcast and fell in love with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe that's it. We have never tipped Antonio. <laughs> I mean, I might have done. I love him as a former Forest player, but I, I certainly wouldn't have tipped him to get four. First, no, West Ham, first West Ham player to ever do that in the Premier League. Yes, yeah, he's the first player to ever score four in the Premier League. No, no, I think he is. Yeah, for West Ham, he is, but not first ever. Yeah, where he scored no. Really? Aguero's never Aguero's never scored four in a game in the Premier League. He definitely has. Check it out, Will. I mean, this is what match of the day told me, so they could be wrong. But um, check it now. I am. Um, I love those players though. Like when you think Antonio Traore at Wolves, Saint Maximum at um, Newcastle, like every team should have a player like that. Just like big, physical quick takes risks I mean they're quite erratic I imagine they're quite frustrating when they play for your team but when they play well they're so good to watch aren't they they just like destroy defences I think Antonio if he could stay fit and out injury free he'd, he'd be an England player but he's been a bit in and out hasn't he? I think I read somewhere this is the first time he's played or started five games in a row for West Ham since he's there so maybe this is maybe lockdown was good to him he got his body in shape but he's um yeah, I saw him reading somewhere that he, because he, he, he's so muscular, I guess it's maybe the same, um, he's really prone to those sort of jarring injuries. Right. 
picking up strains because <laughs> he's so taut and broad. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's like Traore and his shoulder, isn't it? It's like every time he falls over, he dislocates his shoulder. Like, he keeps doing it. It doesn't, must... doesn't do weights, though, Traore. Yeah. Allegedly. That's how. Can I just say, Rich, you, you've made an absolute fool of yourself. Oh, was I completely wrong? Yeah. So Sergio Aguero has scored four goals three times in a professional oh. I think I think he did oh, one on that wedding day. I uh, where he did October, one. October 2014. October the 3rd, 2015. Okay. Yeah, against Newcastle. So he scored four against Tottenham in October 2014, five against Newcastle a year later. Yeah. And then he did it against Leicester. Leicester City. Um, it is a far less surprising stat that Mikel Antonio is the first player to score four goals for West Ham yeah. in the Premier League so, than ever. And can, can I? And also, <laughs> Dimitar Berbatov, uh, Andy Cole, Robbie Fowler, Frank Lampard, Michael Owen, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, and Joseph Yakobu have all scored four in a game twice. <laughs> Oh no! All right, I, uh, Ian, Rush, Ian Rush has done it, but not obviously not in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah football uh, didn't football didn't exist before the Premier League. I mean, honestly, you're just you've just absolutely just. <laughs> it's really embarrassing. I feel really sorry think, for you. Yeah, we should we should probably move on. I think. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, Rich. I had to. I had to. It's it's absolutely fair. Better you than our you know our rabid listeners. Yeah, exactly. So we've not looked at the leagues for a while and I noticed that Scotty Stacks from the Manor was on, uh, he featured on Football Focus up against Loro doing it in the predictions league thing. Uh, and I also noticed that he's now third in our, um, in our league, in our All-Stars okay. league. And his rise is quite meteoric. He's really come out of nowhere to get yeah. third. Uh, it's quite impressive. And I'm I'm worried for Kelly Summers. I sort of feel like Scotty Sacks might be on for second there. Currently on 77 points. Yeah, smashing Flying. it. He's, he's not that far behind the White Horse, is he? So Kelly, it was like 45 points or so off, off Jack and Barney Whitehall. But um, yeah, and then, uh, yeah, Scotty Sacks is a few points behind that. But obviously a couple of, uh, well, this game to play tonight and we'll see what happens after that but um yeah it's it's all still to play for at the top there uh so that's that's good and then Joffa Lamonico who has been so sort of ever present at the top of the league in uh, the general league hasn't he he is still top smashing it magic mushrooms all round he's got he's, flying high hasn't he in the uh, overalls he's a... I think he's 4,000th overall or something like that wow this is Mm. Yeah. And Pozzo boys still propping up the league. Yeah, good old Pozzo boys. Three. How, how many transfers have they, they made this week? <laughs> the usual forty-two transfers. Normal, normal yeah. 
uh, and then I noticed Magnus Carlsen, the uh, world number one chess player, is still riding high in the overall rankings. He's fifth at the moment. Oh, awesome. Okay. Are you ever tempted? I always get to this stage of the season where I, I tend, most seasons tend to loiter around the top five and think, oh, this, I could win it, I could win it. I've only ever won it once, by the way, in however many years of doing it. Are you ever tempted just to copy one of those teams? Just like spend a season going, oh, come on, let's just copy one of the big boys. Wild card. Game week. What's the point? You, you get yeah. so little out of that. It wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't be fun, would it? It no. would take the joy out of it. Yeah, you're right. You've got I sort of that. love the, the risk taking and the yeah. making silly moves. And, you know, I, I, my lockdown wild card, I brought in Dave Brooks because I was like, I love Brooksy. We know how much <laughs> I love Brooksy. Yeah. It was always going to be a risk and it didn't work. So be, he, you know, he's been good. He's been playing well, but he's not getting points because Bournemouth yeah. just aren't doing, doing enough. Although they were bloody good the other day or yesterday, whenever it was. Um, yeah, they, the, the turnaround against Leicester there, it's amazing. Although if anyone had Evans and Soyuncu in their team, I feel very sorry for you. <laughs> and I'm goal and a red. <laughs> and yeah. conceding four goals. I mean, that's like minus five points, I think, total. Yeah, that wasn't happening, was it? Yeah. Um, yeah, but I always, maybe it's, I think we told you that before, maybe it's too much maintenance, but maybe it's having two teams and one season you just do your whole team on gut, you know, and, and take however many hits you want and just go for those random players. Yeah, maybe we do that as an experiment next season. We do a gut, gut instincts team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we just make snap decisions and and stick with it. I quite like that idea. Although it's quite a lot of um, it's quite a big commitment maintaining one team. I find. Yeah. Maybe we do the, maybe we do the static team, the week one team that we just take. yeah zombie oh. team they call it, don't they? Zombie. Yeah, yeah, the Mason Green Mason Greenwood team. Yeah, we'll have to do um, the preseason um, the preseason episodes that we did for the promoted teams as well, and hopefully. When does it start? Hopefully Nottingham Forest will be one of those. Yeah, fingers crossed. Brentford are looking good, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, it's Leeds and West Brom for sure. And then it's kind of, uh, yeah, I mean, Brentford are definitely the, the side to beat in the playoffs. But Yeah. when is, is the date set for the Premier League returning, do you know? Because I'm not, well, obviously. I think it's September. I feel like it's September, but I could yeah. be wrong. Early mid-September. Yeah. Have a look. I mean, I, I, it's been so relentless the amount of matches that have been. I've been hard, trying, yeah. trying just to keep up with that, let alone thinking about September. It feels like a long way away, but it probably isn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It goes so quickly. So we've got, I mean, game week 36 is, you know, kicks it's off tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, kicks off tomorrow. And then we've got 37, like, a day after game week 36 ends. So it's, yeah, it's matches Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I mean, it's basically 10 Sorry. days of football. I haven't confirmed it yet, but they're saying it's either going to be August 29th or September 12th. Okay. Okay. You, you would have thought it'd go September because the Champions League isn't until August now, is it? And you need to give yeah. some of those players a couple of weeks off. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Going to be some tired, tired legs. That's for sure. Get in touch on FF Hangover on Twitter and on Fantasy Football Hangover on Facebook and Instagram.
Thanks for listening. So delve into the mailbag. We've had a few complaints about the fact that we haven't done an episode for a while. I've got to say, as we've just said, it's so relentless at the moment, the amount of football there is. Mm. And I'm, there's lots going on elsewhere. And I don't think everyone needs, we don't need to do an episode every week. So sorry if you're desperate for us to do an episode every week. We, we will try and get back to a normal schedule once the world is a bit more normal. But um, particularly to you, Craig Redfern, who has really given us a lot of abuse about it. And <laughs> A bit of a tro- a bit of a troll, actually. It's actually quite. A whiskey's down, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think you need to really take a long, hard look at yourself and think about what you've done there because it's really <laughs> out of order. And I, I felt very sad about it. So, yeah. Anything else come in? <laughs> we we had um, uh, MC Studio uh, sent us a picture of Jose Mourinho that's been kicking around that we suspect we suspect maybe doctor but um if, for those who haven't seen it we'll, we'll post it up but um it's picture him from the training grounds and it's kind of a, a, a zoom in on his chest where his right breast appears to be ha- hanging about uh, about the five or six inches lower than his left um and it, it was it's to me it with from this twitter um, handle called Footballers with Tits, which I wasn't aware of before, um, and you can probably guess what it's about. But it's basically a guy who illustrates uh, um, footballers and managers um, from these shores and others, um, and then draws press on them. He's quite talented, but they had revised the Mourinho one to reflect his imbalanced breasts. Yeah, so. they do. Um, they do mugs and stuff, right? They do merchandise of these images. Yeah, you, if you want, you can go onto footballs with tits right now and get yourself a, a Jose Mourinho <laughs> naked chested mug. Yeah, we'll we'll post the link and we'll put a little um, uh, link in the bio as well in the description on Apple, so you can uh, check out that because it is it's a brilliant it's a brilliant uh, Twitter and Instagram, like very yeah. funny. But uh, I don't understand what's wrong with Jose Mourinho's because. Uh, I'm currently topless, as you guys can see, and my yeah. my right breast is a lot lower than my left. Is that not normal? It's, take, um, take your tops I, off. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> I, I'd be more worried about that third and fourth nipple that I can see. Well, oh no, that's they're just scars. Okay, fine. Guess yeah, it's fine. Very balmy evening. I can't blame you. I'm going topless. Mm. Um, and I, I had a bit of correspondence from our old friend Keen Pearshaw in Madrid. Uh, yeah, no, uh, it was off after fashion t- tips. Actually, he um, he was he was wearing a an outfit that looked a bit like a kind of retro baseball outfit crossed with a kind of prison mess officer. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds lovely. He's wondering if it's acceptable or not. So I'll um. I'll maybe dig that out if he'll allow, allow it and uh, put it on the socials and people can vote. He'll allow nice. it. It's fine. It's, it was a good outfit. <laughs> I like that. That's nice. We also got sent in the, the picture of um, Arsenal when they were getting off the team bus for the FA Cup game against Sheffield United. And players were coming off with um, Louis Vuitton handbags and, and standard Adidas issue team kit manufacturer rucksacks. Kieran Thierry had all, all his uh, worldly possessions in a Tesco bag, which Did was it? nice. Yeah, keeping it real. Is it a bag for life or just a standard plastic? Standard, standard 5P issue. Ah, oh, good lad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. He's a hard, he's a he's a tough guy, Tierney, as well, because um, he always wears short sleeves. Ah, there you go. 
Mad. Scottish. That's the Scots for you. Yeah, exactly. I had a message in from uh, Tony. So, uh, Tony. Uh, asking if uh, how much Bruno is going to cost next season. What do you reckon for Fernandez? Ten million? Yeah, more possibly eleven. I reckon. It's just been phenomenal, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been absolutely amazing. A must have. He's. I mean, I haven't even thought about my team for next season, but he's got to be one of the first names on it, really, at the moment, hasn't he? And many yeah. fielders were always something you avoided for like the last season and a half, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. Now it's like if Martial stays a, f- a midfielder and him, that's tough. Yeah, I'm not sure if Martial will stay a midfielder on the game because he's p- he's playing that from like yeah. sense forward, isn't he? So yeah, he'll he'll definitely change. Yeah, it is remarkable how well United are doing. I read a stat today that if the league could have started in February, then Man U would have been top by one point. I think four points clear of. Liverpool and one point clear of City or something like that. It's amazing. Yeah, they've been wow, I didn't realise that. And you just wouldn't have seen that coming in a million years before the lockdown. No. Was so erratic. And it's just that one player. Shows what a massive impact you can have. Yeah. And I guess the squad's obviously galvanised around him. 17, really game, 17 games undefeated, which they haven't had since Ferguson. Wow. There you go. So yeah, amazing stuff, and it, I, it does heart. It warms my heart to see Solskjaer do well as well because I do really love him, and it's a, a nice, um, yeah, it's nice. It's a nice thing. He uh, he actually scored four goals in a Premier League match once. Do you remember that, Rich? Are you, are you sure? Because I I don't think any. It might maybe it was maybe it was before ninety two. I remember it very well because it was against Nottingham Forest, and they were all in. Uh, it was all in one half, which is. Yeah, horrible. 8-1. That's probably one of the uh, rare games he started, actually. Yeah, no, he didn't start. I think he came on as a sub and scored four. <laughs> Excellent work. Even worse. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For my captain this week. Yeah? Yeah? Do I choose? Yeah? For my captain this week. So where where are we? I think we didn't have one last time, did we? But I think it was seventeen eleven to the kids or sixteen eleven. Yeah, they're well out in front, uncatchable yeah. this season. Uncatchable. It's been an absolute phenomenal win for them. Yeah, they've done very well. It's just uh, it's it's a bit of a parade now. Um, they're just getting on their top open top bus. Yeah, um, and we're probably we're probably going to have to do the guard of honour, aren't we, on the last episode of the season? Yeah, Guard of Honour, Open Top Bus, Socially Distance Parade round the streets of Macclesfield. Yeah, some are accusing them of being too relaxed because um, this week's toddler did his tips whilst in the bath. Oh, the complacency, the I'm arrogance. Very nonchalant, yeah. So um, I will play it for you now, looking ahead to Game Week 36. Here it is. Toddler captain on the uh, second best podcast in existence after Athletic Events. Check that out. Um, Vincent, we're honoured to be asked to do this again. Obviously, going to be brief. We can't be too long. 
with our picks here. So uh, we joined Vincent relaxing with his thoughts in the bath here. Hello, Vincent. How are you? Good. You're good? Yeah. How are you now? How old are you now? You're a bit older now, aren't you? I'm six. You're six years old. And you still support Chelsea? Yeah. Still your favourite team? Yeah? Still your favourite team? Yeah. Not Liverpool? No. World champions? No, they're the worst. European champions (laughs) and and, uh, Premiership champions. No. 30 years in the making now? Okay. Right, so we're going to do your team captain for the weekend. So your choices are this man, that man in blue. He's called Raheem Sterling. Here he is facing off to one of his best friends, Gomez. And that's Gomez from Liverpool, the um, current Premiership champion. And the stupidest. The stupidest, okay. Are you saying that Liverpool are the stupidest? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's him, that's Raheem yeah. Sterling. Should we make him captain? Or this is Harry Kane. We're going to put his arm in the air with his magic chin. So he plays for Tottenham. Who should we captain this weekend? Raheem Sterling giving Gomez a little cuddle? Or Harry Kane? Which one should we do? Harry Kane. Harry Kane for Tottenham? Okay, conclusive proof. So it's Harry Kane for this weekend. Controversial. I mean, seemed a pretty terrible choice, I'd say, (laughs) from the toddler. I've got to say, normally children look up to their parents up until a certain age, probably like when they're about 11 or 12, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, they start thinking their parents may be a bit annoying and a bit sad. Vincent already has decided yeah. that his dad is sad. This team hates Liverpool. I mean, normally at that age, you're like you go along with whatever your dad says, and you're like, yeah, I support Liverpool because my dad does. But Vincent clearly hates his dad. Have you seen Richard Skidmore play football? <laughs> no, not. no. Be why his six-year-old son doesn't back his father's knowledge or passion about football. Uh, yeah, he's, I think that might be why he's got no faith in it somehow. <laughs> do, yeah. do we know why um, Vincent's a Chelsea fan? I think he's friends at school. Yeah, I think it's a school thing and mates at school. Um, yeah, I reckon that's it. But yeah, it's uh, you know what? I mean, we'll see. The toddlers are flying, but Harry Kane nailed on starter. The stuff we mentioned earlier. Sterling got a hat-trick. Will he get two hat-tricks? Right. He'll probably unlikely. get four goals for the first time in the Premier League, actually. Um, <laughs> he is, uh, it's a funny pick because well, they're away at Newcastle, who've, you know, they've been a little bit up and down, but generally been much better since the lockdown, had some really good results, mm. strong at home, and Harry Kane in the worst form of his career, yeah. I think. And he, he, you know, against Arsenal as well, he looks just well off it, really off it. And he has every game since he's been back. So it's a very unusual pick. Yeah, but I think there's a lot of surprises at the moment. There's always a couple every week or every, every whatever it is, Tuesday night. Uh, <laughs> you're you're <laughs> really supporting Vincent. Here. You're really backing him, aren't you? You're, yeah. I feel that you're a big fan. I don't know. I, I just think Kane often ends seasons well and maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Tottenham are just so, I wouldn't back them at the moment, but. If anyone's going to score a couple, it'll be him, I guess. There was a photo circulating of um, that I think Jose posted on Instagram of Harry Kane celebrating in the dressing room after the um, the North London derby. Did you see that, Rich? I didn't see that, actually. And when I say celebrating, it was him, topless, sat down, watching the golf. 
uh, on the TV <laughs> in the changing room. But it, it's not the most flattering. He doesn't look very... Um, you know how at the beginning of the season, Harry Kane looked super fit and sexy. Yeah. He's definitely not looking as super fit and sexy um, in this photo that Jose posted. Anyway. I think part of the training instructions during lockdown from Jose was to sort of try and swell and grow their right boobs. <laughs> the whole time. If you look at all of them, Sergio is the same, you know, and all of them. Yeah. Wrap it around the opponent's arms and they can't run away on set pieces. <laughs> yeah. When they're all meeting up at the park during lockdown, that's what they're doing. <laughs> Estrogen injections down one side. <laughs> the uh, United Southampton match is nearly over. There was a big collision between um, Brandon Williams and Carl Walker Peter. And so there's a bit of extra time. And apparently De Gea made the save of the season. Oh, really? Roy Keane will be happy then. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Get a taxi, mate. So, yeah, (laughs) that's uh, live, exciting live news from the match that by the time this goes up, everyone will know exactly what happened. (laughs) Essential news. Well... So we got yeah, we should look ahead, shouldn't we, to thirty-six and thirty-seven. Yeah, thirty-six yeah. plus and thirty-seven. I thirty-seven is horrible, so let's start on thirty-six, obviously, as you would. So yeah. it's tricky because I think before this game before the last game week, so before game week thirty-five, you would have um you would have sort of put your money on like Man City versus Bournemouth. Looks good. Uh you've kind of got uh yeah, I mean, Chelsea-Norwich feels good, doesn't it? I think that's, yeah. as we've said. But yeah, Man City-Bournemouth looked better, but then Bournemouth looked really good against Leicester, so who knows? For me, I am... I, Rob, you're a Palace fan, so how do you feel about Palace at the moment? I, they're terrible. Cahill's out. Yeah, I'd, I'd back Man United to get two, two or three at least. I mean, do you, I feel like Brighton and Palace in particular, they could now be sucked into the relegation battle. No, pa- Palace are all right. They're 42 points. So Palace. they're safe, are they? That, yeah. West Ham, that West Ham-Watford one will be interesting. Yeah. Because that could be the one that drags one of those teams into it. Yeah, I feel like Watford are quite vulnerable. Although Deeney, Deeney put in another sort of fairly inspiring performance of the weekend, didn't he? By absolutely leathering penalties into the same spot of the goal. Um, yeah, Watford, Villa, West Ham and Bournemouth all won at the weekend. Or whatever the whatever the day is. Yeah. Yeah, the weekend. Yeah, it'd be funny to see, how, to see if Leicester bounce back as well because obviously that was a pretty... Poor performance from them. Um, yeah. United have had a bit of a resurgence. So, yeah, that one could be quite tight, I think, as well. Southampton, they, I think, Southampton, if you keep an eye on the game, have they played well against United? They looked all right in the first 20 minutes or so. Uh, I obviously haven't seen the second half, but um, yeah, they looked all right. I mean, as, as long as they've got Ings, you know, that there's always a chance of scoring with them. Yeah. And Ever- Everton are worth a shout because they got Villa uh, game week 36, then they got Sheffield United, then they got Bournemouth at home mm. last game of the season. So just for transfers, that's probably not a bad 
I don't know. Possibly. Don't know. They just don't look like scoring goals, though. They just. No, uh, maybe it's a defender or. Um, yeah, Dinya's got a few assistants coming back, hasn't he? He's probably the, the standout one for Everton. Or Holgate's still quite cheap as well. Yeah. So, like, as I tipped in 6 and 60, Johnny at Wolves has yeah. really been playing well and they've got decent, decent fixtures. Burnley away, which, you know, not not an easy game by any stretch of the imagination, but I feel like they could keep a clean sheet in that. And then Palace at home, yeah, I think they're going to do well there. Chelsea away on the last game of the season. But um, yeah, Johnny's been great. I've kind of, I mean, I've kept faith with him and Ayres, but they're looking good, Wolves. It's, uh, it's impressive. Let's have a look at who everyone's transferring this week. So Sterling, most transferred in. Then Antonio Ings, who you mentioned, Rich, and then Greenwood, and then Jesus. What do you think of Jesus? He's going to play for the rest of the season, probably, isn't he? Yeah, should do, unless they really rotate. I it, now that they've secured Champions League status, regardless, it's kind of, I don't know what, it's difficult to know what Pep will do any any time but um, yeah. who else have they got to come in up well, that's the thing they've got to play uh, like a false nine kind of thing haven't mm. they I mean, they've got enough midfielders to do that but and yeah, my only concern with him is that they've got they've got the FA Cup semi-final coming up with Arsenal so I imagine they might want to give him a rest before that and when's the uh, the Champions League's away off isn't it yeah it's after the season yeah no I, I think Jesus is a good one he looks he looks sharp as well um, at the weekend's yeah. What do you think Arsenal-Liverpool, Rich, as an Arsenal fan? Uh, it, yeah, it, I don't know. Um, I mean, Liverpool look off it, understandably, since the um, since they wrapped up the Premier League. But, I, you know, as you saw against Spurs, Arsenal can, that with that back three, can give anyone a goal or two. And if I, he'll probably rotate a little bit of the front line clock, I suspect. But I, I think there'll be goals in it. It might be... Oh, one of your favourites, Rob, a high-scoring two-all draw. Yeah, two-two, and <laughs> cheeky Desmond. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm going to get rid of um, Van Dijk. I've I've he's been my sole surviving Liverpool player, and I think he's he's done for. I'm afraid. So he's coming out, and Johnny's coming in, freeing well, actually, me up I've, quite I've, a bit of money. But I held on to Mane because I thought oh, I'll, I'll just keep him for that Burnley game because it's such a plum fixture. But um, yeah. I think I might. Ship him out now for out of cash. I actually sold KDB, and I'm not considering bringing him back that money. Oh uh, yeah, I can't. I can't bring my. I would never sell KDB. He's he's too lovely. I did sell Mares. <laughs> I sold Mares at a stupid time. I thought they weren't going to play him as much, but he's played seven. Uh, he's played all the games. He started six out of the seven, and then yeah, he came on as a sub in in one. So uh, that's really annoying that Mares has played so much. Not for him. Think about what do you think about Foden. It looks like he might start the next one. Yeah, I think he'll he'll start. I mean, I've I've got him. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I if you remember, I tipped him. So you did, didn't you? Right. Oh, you did. Pretty good. Excellent tip, Yeah, yeah. I've good. just seen um, Southampton equalised. Oh, really? Yeah, two all full time. Tasty. Yeah, fantastic to see you all. And uh, yeah, so get in touch if you've got any questions for game week thirty eight or any any general chat. Anything you want to show us, follow us on the socials, which are uh, at FF Hangover on Instagram, I think. No, I, that's completely wrong, isn't it? 
Yeah, your plays will. I think, uh, and yeah, just look us up, Fancy Football Hangover, yeah. at all good social media networks. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's at FF Hangover on Twitter, and it's at Fancy Football Hangover on Instagram and on Facebook. I got it the wrong, wrong way round. I've had yeah. lots. You're on holiday. It's fine. I'm on bloody holiday. <laughs> that's it. Exactly it. So uh, yeah, we'll uh, speak soon. It's exciting. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll catch up with you soon. Bye, bye, bye. Please um, rate and review my daddy's podcast so he doesn't get cross. Bye.